This new MacBook makes me look fucking gorgeous. You look good. You look good. Yeah, I know. I'm looking. Speaking, speaking of MacBook, Dylan, did you get your new phone yet? Yeah, I went and got one. Maybe. Oh last. yeah, we all got new phones. Bro, I went and picked this thing up the other day because I was so fucking mad. Yeah, that's what so I did. I went and picked this up, and it was the best thing in the world. Now I never have to worry about storage issues again. Oh yeah, yeah. How many? One, how many gigs? One terabyte, baby. Terabyte, baby. One terabyte. <laughs> it's got a terabyte. Yeah. Fuck. I, I got five hundred. I got five hundred twelve gigabytes. I'm probably gonna run out of space. Yeah, but dude, like my problem is, every year I replace my phone, and I end up getting the one twenty eight or two fifty six. <laughs> Me too. I did this. All of oh. a sudden, all of a sudden, a year goes by, and my phone is full. Like this is actually. Listen to this. So. Our phone, like the hundred, I had the hundred and twenty-eight gig. Yeah. Stephen and I, or Tony and I, were trying to figure out what the hell was going on. Why my storage was so full? Because that's like I had everything backed up to the cloud, like my pictures and stuff. Like, what is going on? My WhatsApp alone. Yeah. Was <laughs> ninety gigs on my phone. Yeah, it's the WhatsApp man. It's not. Yeah, it's the WhatsApp. That's what ninety gigs. So it was literally like, fucking three quarters of my phone was was just WhatsApp. So it was mine when I when I decided to get a new phone. My my, I had a sixty four gigabyte phone. My thing, my gig, my uh, four gigabytes. Yeah, it was old. Okay, it was old. It was <laughs> I had it for like, I had it for like three years. <laughs> if anybody knows me, they know I'm like I barely ever spent money. So the fact that I've spent like a ton of money on gym clothes and things this month is like a is like a new new. All right, um, um, but more elite weight. Yeah, clearly. Um, but no, so I got this new MacBook, which is fucking phenomenal. The picture quality on this thing, doing check-ins on this. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. holy hell. I was like, damn. I was like, my pictures look 10 times better. I was like, ah, oh, I actually look lean. <laughs> That's one of the things I was pumped about with my new phone too. I took my new check-in pictures with it this morning mm-hmm. and I looked at them. I'm like, oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love. I gotta love business. Business expenses, they're great. They're the best. I'm so bad at spending making money. making content though. But I played around with that cinematic mode or whatever. That thing is fucking cool. Oh look! Now we're gonna get. Now we're gonna get Braden coming out, piping out these reels that are. No, you will not. I made quality. one the other day. <laughs> I made one the other day, and it took me way too long. And I was like, yeah, no, this is not a this is not a daily thing for me. <laughs> Dude, I can't do that. I just take my workout footage. Honestly, I don't waste time. So if there's anybody listening to this that wants to make my reels for me, I'll pay you. I'll send you the videos. You just make them. <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't make as much money as, as Brayden, but I can but I can afford things. <laughs> so <laughs> he makes a lot of money and has a nice pension. <laughs> you can't let people know about my life over here. <laughs> no. Um, but no, we're back. It's been, a, it's been a bit of hiatus. I was yeah. traveling. Uh, this is this is this is completely my fault. I was traveling uh, for two. I was two Sundays in a row. I was in Ohio. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's your fault. I think we all were just super busy. Two, we were traveling. Brayden and I've been traveling a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys were fucking all over the place. You guys are still all over the place. More are you traveling like next week? Yeah, next Wednesday I take off again. Yeah. How long is that flight? Yeah. I'm gone Wednesday to Monday. Vancouver. Bringing that golden grains with you. And then it's back and it's peak week again for Alberta Naturals. <laughs> That's, that sounds glorious. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be good, man. I'm really excited. This is, we're getting down to the thick of it here. So, yeah, I'm at the point. I guess I'll give my update first everywhere we're at because it means my. Yeah. yeah. Off. Um, I am down. I think the last time we podcasted, I was like 169, 168, 169, or maybe 170, actually 171. I was 171. When was the, when was the last time we podcasted? Three weeks ago. Okay. Three weeks ago. I was, I was roughly 169 to 171. Now I'm 162. (laughs) So I'm in on the trade. Let's include, that includes a few Mickey D that includes a Mickey D's free meal. Um, and that, that includes another free meal and then more cardio. Um, so now we're starting to push things a little bit harder. And I think this is really going to be where we're going to start seeing a lot more details start to come in, hopefully, in my legs. Is this? I think when we start to get to this upper 150s is where we're going to start to see things really start to change and see how much mu- what how shredded I could possibly get. Um, yeah, you're getting lean, man. It looks good. Yeah, I still need to lose like another 20 pounds though if I wanted to step on stage. So <laughs> yeah, it'll take time, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm not in a rush. Uh, but <clears> things <throat> are going good. I can't complain. Like efficient. I'm being efficient now with my work. I'm able to, I'm getting things done. I'm waking up better. I'm waking up earlier. Moving, moving as much as I can. I'm trying to get this fat loss over done with. I mean, we've been doing it now for six, six months. So I'm at the point now where I'm ready to fucking just hammer home some food, eat a lot, and train, train heavy. I mean, I'm still training. Training is still the best it's ever been. That's the crazy thing is I continually just go out and beat my numbers right now. I don't know how at this point, um, but I beat all three of my presses today on my chest presses and my shoulder presses, um, which I didn't think would be possible losing four pounds since my last since my last uh chest and delt day last week so i didn't know it would be possible to do that but it is so i'm so i'm on a roll so everything's going good i got another client application got another athlete inquiry this week um actually someone from canada so i'm fairly just gonna say it's an albertan i think you said isn't it It is it is so i gotta get my i gotta get my alberta um, I don't know yet. We're hopping on a call on Wednesday, so I will figure that out for you. But I'm excited because I get my first, hopefully my first Canadian. For dope. That's so. pretty funny because I got a client that I just, I literally just sent her, her stuff um, before I hopped on this call. And she's from Florida. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that. We're making the exchange. All over the map. Yeah. All over the map. I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to learn that the the metric system for blood work. It's it's a little different. Oh yeah, I got I got you. I got something I've been toying with over here on the back end a little bit for you. Yeah, it's um, a little it's a little different understanding blood work where you guys are. We're Actually, we're doing you and I are doing the what did you sorry, sorry you're what right now and you were two seventy one our last podcast or sorry you were one seventy one our last podcast. Yeah, now I'm one sixty two today i was 162 i dropped three i've dropped four point four point two pounds in the last two days so you're you basically dropped 10 pounds in the last like four weeks yeah we have done an exact 360 nice yes i was i was, I was 214.8 i'm looking at my average weekly weight the last time we did a podcast so that would have been like the week of june 12th my average weekly weight for this week 224.7. <laughs> I couldn't actually believe it this week. I woke up 
after my high day and I was 227 pounds, I was like, what the fuck is actually happening right now? But That's it's pretty cool. And uh, I got the, I got the goods on coming. I tracked them today. They're like two days away here. Shit. Yeah. No. Um, uh, <clears throat> I actually, uh, what's it called? Um, I actually, even in my check-in this morning, I said to Cam, I'm like, I'm really glad I have you because at this point, this is where I would pull back and be like, you're fat. Stop doing this. You <laughs> <laughs> need less food. Stop eating. <laughs> I was taking a look at my photos and I was taking a look through like my growth phase last year. And I was like, damn, I got fucking fat, bro. I was like 199. I was like 199. Anthony was on a comfortable 199. I was like, holy hell. I was like, you want to, you want to. I would call myself an Italian meatball and I didn't realize it till now that I'm getting leaner where now I'm like, I, I don't even know what I would call myself at this point. I'm like a pretzel stick at this point. So, um, so how big a natural athlete, I feel like you have to get a lot softer to grow. You do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I had to really soft. I told, told you I'd, it wasn't comfortable. Well, that's why you have a lot more muscle now than you did previously at this weight, right? Oh, that's why I look, uh, I'm trying to, I tried to find pictures of what I look like at this weight. I was never this weight. I was never this low with Mark. So we're in new territory in terms of low, low weigh-ins at this point, but I can tell you. Yeah, I, but you probably look, you probably look better now at this lower weight than you've ever been than when, even when you started with Mark at a higher weight. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, a hundred percent. I look way leaner right now. So people don't even recognize me anymore. That's how bad it's getting. None of my, none of my pants. I need to get a new. I need to actually get like a prep wardrobe because none of my, none of my pants fit anymore. Welcome to the club, baby. Not even my boxer briefs fit me right now. Everything is getting loose. My waist is a 27 and a half right now. You should have seen Luca when he came over the day before the show and we were posing and just chilling and stuff. He had shorts on and boxers. And I actually swear there was six inch gap between his boxers and his hips. <laughs> like they were just hanging on him. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, if anything from this fat loss phase, I found out that um, I can get, I can get soft and put inches on my waist, and I can pull back and the inches will just fall off my waist. Yeah. So it's a good trait. I'll take that. That's a good bodybuilding thing. So 100%. I'll take that. 100%. So who wants to go next? Well, I kind of already said a little bit. I got nothing, yeah. nothing fancy, nothing special. Just doing the damn thing. I had actually a wild week with inquiries after TNT. I had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten athletes in the last week. I've onboarded to the roster, so that's, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> Very cool, actually. And they're all uh, pretty high performing, performing athletes. I just started working with. Uh, a very exciting athlete who won an overall in wellness and uh, another one who's competing in a couple weeks here. That looks really, really good. So I'm excited for those and get the plans out rock and roll. One of the athletes that I started working with, she uh, has actually already won the Vancouver pro in bikini. She just didn't win the overall. So hopefully get her back up there in the next year or so, and maybe do some damage there, but yeah, good week for me, man. Got a new phone, which I mentioned already. I'm stoked about Moving forward with all those things, got the roster growing and athletes are all doing good. Very exciting week for check-ins. Obviously, we're only one day in here now, but had a good day of check-ins today and 
keep going. And then like we said, we're off to Vancouver as of Wednesday next week. And me and Dill will be down there with the crew and doing some more damage down there. I'm uh, listening to Tyler and Lucas suffer every day right now. I love it. <laughs> they, not so much. It's a mind fuck, right? <clears throat> when you're the athlete and you see yourself wake up four pounds lighter the next day and it's like, holy shit, like am I evaporating? But I mean, at the end of the day, they're getting harder and better. So that's realistically what what happens? We're finding out what they're made of right now. I'll tell you that much. I fucking saw Tyler sent me his photos this morning. They're a wild, wild compared to what he looked like the same yeah. time out of out of his out of TNT. Yeah, he sent. Uh, <clears throat> he's he posted today actually twelve days out of TNT and twelve days out now. He's a lot harder. He's flat as hell. Don't get me wrong. Oh, like yeah. He's very very flat. But I mean, uncharted territory is needed to get where we're going. So. He's got that stubborn baby fat. We just got to pull off him. And once we get there and we hold a nice reverse out of it, it's going to be fucking, the kid's going to be an absolute weapon, man. I'm really excited for it, but get this one done see how far we can push him and where we can take it and go from there. His side tricep was the nuttiest thing I looked at to this today. Yeah, I was like, fuck, that was wild. Yeah. He's uh, I mean, I'm so I'm really excited for Vancouver, man. It'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be a good show. I'm going to definitely going to follow because I want to see, I hope they're doing a pay-per-view. Um, they normally always do. Do they? Because I want to see Ian. Because I want to see Ian on stage. Actually, <laughs> I want to know who other open guys are doing it. I'm yeah, not sure. they haven't released a roster. They haven't released. A, they haven't released anything yet. On Shaban, Shaban's been doing every show, so I wonder if he's doing it. Even though he's already qualified, he won Toronto already, and he's, but he's doing another show this weekend, I think. So maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know who else is, man. I, I think Ian's going to take it anyway. So. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm really excited for Texas too, man. To see, uh, I'm excited to see Cody up there and Ditto again. I don't know if you know those guys. Yeah, Anthony. I know Ditto Shack. I followed Ditto Shack. Cody drove out and uh, Ditto Shack. Some buddies, buddies of mine. See them square off their pro day. Well, I guess Ditto did. Uh, Drobeck hasn't drove. hasn't competed in a while. No, dude, he hasn't competed since he won his pro card. That's a long time. Hasn't yeah, been like looks, four years. He looks. Yeah, he looks nasty, bro. Keon's doing that show too. It'll oh, be that's going to be a wild class. That 212 class will be wild, bro. And like Ditto looks crazy. Cody looks crazy. Keon, you know, he's going to look crazy. So it'll be, it'll be pretty dope. And Keon switched to tour as his coach. That was a huge, it was a huge change. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a good player or a bad play, man. I feel like Patrick tour a lot of the time, like, don't get me wrong. The guy's fucking good. Like <laughs> I have some small little guy that nobody knows about saying Patrick Tour sucks, but <laughs> um, he, he just, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like he, a lot of times peaks go all fucking wonky. The guys will look so crazy and peeled in their off season. Like look at James Hollinghead, Hollinshead, for example, how nutty did he look during his off season? And then like on prep, he wasn't nothing special. You say something about Ian too. I mean, Ian. Ian. Well, I mean, Ian's a different breed. Ian's just—I don't think Ian's ever showed up to a show out of shape in his life. <laughs> no. If he is, if he is out of shape, it's because he's flat and he's not actually full. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Patrick Tour knows what he's doing, but yeah, we're not saying this. Don't don't. No one share this. No one share yeah. this. We're not trying. Yeah. To fit well, no. I, I mean, I don't really give a shit. Fuck. What's he gonna do? Light me up and social media? Sure. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Dylan, free publicity, baby. Dylan, how's everything going for you, buddy? It's going pretty good. I got a new, I got to do athlete, which actually came from this podcast, which is really interesting. It's a good lesson actually for coaches that listen to this because 
she had let me know that she had just paid uh, a coach for six months of coaching. And then she found our podcast like six months ago and it was just Anthony and I. And she said she really vibed with my, my stuff and wanted to hire me, but she had already prepaid for this other person. So she, she took her time and extracted what she needed to and, and tried to learn. And she was like, I knew as soon as that was done, I wasn't going to renew. I was going to hire you. So she just pre, she just signed up for six months with me, but it's really interesting. Cause like, that's why I say people are watching you for like a while. So like what Braden's experiencing right now, that isn't because of TNT or because of the show before that it's because of like probably 40 shows before that, that make an accumulation effect. It's just that, you know, like, he doesn't want to say it but like I've been thinking about this a lot because I've been around him now and I'm like okay Braden's like on his way to being like one of the top players in this game this is kind of fun so like excited me about the journey because I'm like fuck this is not an accident anymore you're not winning every weekend for nothing you know like we're bringing in athletes really really good so just exposing you to more opportunities to showcase that it's only a matter of time in my opinion that's what uh that's my favorite part of it actually and one of the things that excites me the most is because every show we learn more, right. About yeah. not just that specific athlete, but about like how yeah. to, you, you can't, in my opinion, you can't perfect a peaking process, but you can, you can definitely increase your understanding of how certain variables affect things. Yeah. So the more times I have the opportunities to peak people, the more I get to fucking learn. And then the more I can go back to the drawing board, put my notes together and, come back every single prep with more tools in the toolbox to fucking come better and better. Right. And it's like, I think that's where a lot of people go wrong personally in the coaching industry is they just peak and okay, great. Awesome. I think actually Mark made a post on this recently and it's like, well, no, you should be doing your homework as a coach too. And even if somebody wins, how can they be better? Because if they've won, they have to move on to another show or another level and they need to be better for that. So what can you do better as a coach? You're going to expect a lot out of the athlete to do more, but what can you do better as a coach? You know, we there's, had a friend. There's um, things we fuck up every time. Like even when a peak goes great, there's things we could have fucked up that could have been better, right? Yeah, of course. But, you know, I had a friend come um, to this last show and it was interesting, right? Because Braden's doing his thing. And then I'm trying to add value wherever I can. If he has something he wants to bounce off me and I can provide value, I'll obviously do it. And then I'm there to learn a lot of, a lot of the time. So I'm just watching and paying attention, maybe asking the odd question. So there's like Braden's view and then my view. And then we had a friend come and he was viewing it from like the outside as a pure spectator, just someone who likes the sport sitting in the audience kind of watching. And he was like, well, honestly, just being like, and he's also my client. So he, he said like, you know, I know the level of service you provide me at like a client coach level on in an online service. But he said, it's pretty amazing to watch you guys at a show because like nobody else is doing what you're doing. He's like, all I seen was you and Braden talking to each other and then running around places at all these shows I've been to. And I'm like, yeah, it's really interesting because like we just know work and it is really, I think it's starting to show and that's fine. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's nice because people do notice, right? Like the message you get after and stuff. Yeah. I know like Dylan sent me a really nice mess- message the following days, which like, again, none of, we don't do this for that, right? Like pats on the back and stuff. But when, when somebody you respect comes to you and says like, hey man, it was really cool seeing what you do that this weekend. Like I'm super proud of you and this and that, like that stuff hits home, right? Because like you don't sit back ever and you, you do what I was just saying you do. You sit back and you're like, where the fuck can I be better? How can we be better? Okay, how can I peak Tyler better? How what can we do with Tyler and Luca between now and Vancouver? Okay, we got Tessa Maverick. 
Nikki, we got like, you know what I mean? It's just back to the drawing board and you don't even think about it. And then Dylan sent me a nice message and it was just one of those things where like, I sat there and read it for a minute. I'm like, fuck, sweet. Thanks, man. You know what I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just small little things like that. And like you said, there's, there's other people that shot messages and they're like, so cool seeing your team, just everybody cares. And like, I feel like there's a big part of that missing in the industry is the fucking care. You know what I mean? Like, people are don't get me wrong I still visit at shows and like people know me so I'll chat with people and and I, I want to interact with people too right but at the same time I'm there to get a job done like I'm not going to be standing in the lobby talking to you for 25 minutes because you just want to hang out and chat when I have four athletes backstage hanging out upstairs like I need to be watching them yep yeah I think like, a lot of people don't take notes of things like you just said like to kind of re-bring this back yeah. um I think a lot of people don't actually take notes over what they're doing i feel like some yeah. coaches just make moves and then they just they go with the wind but they don't like make the time to like take notes over what changes they made and why they made those changes right like i think that that's a key part at least of my coaching that i do is like i will track timelines for people and i'll be like okay this week we did this like if i make a change i'm like okay why did i make a change like i have to justify the change to myself so that i can explain that to the client Right. And I think that's a key, key important factor for the relationship too between you and the athlete, because you gather data and you know what works. Like um, to bring an example, I, I always tend, and I actually did a story post yesterday on this because I wanted to actually explain to people why I was refeeding Maddie when I read, when I refed her. Um, and I, I messaged Dylan and I messaged Dylan her check-in photo looking at the difference between two of her check-in photos. And I was like, she looks flat here. And I was like, like, I was like, maybe I'll refeed her again. I was like, let's just see if it works. And Dylan's, I was just like, and I was going to wait for Dylan to respond. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I gather the data that, Hey, we probably shouldn't refeed four days out of the four days and four, four days and five in a five day spread. Right. I was just like, okay, let's see what happens. Um, but I can tell you looking at her photo on Instagram that she posted today that she definitely looks a little bit better at 131 than she did last than she did her check-in at 129. So um I can tell you may not she may think the scale weight's going up, but I can tell you the look looks better. And that's obviously what we're going for, right? And so I'm just gathering data over trying to make different moves over what I'm doing with athletes now. Um, and this is something that I didn't do for a long time. And I think that actually hindered my process through like growth phases and things like that is understanding what moves we made when we made these nutritional changes, et cetera, because then it allows you to adapt your style a little bit over, Hey, maybe let's go back to what was working or what was previously working because we know we could pull back if we need to, or we could push here. Like, like you could just gather like, like you, like, right. Like looking at what you're doing with Tyler and Luca, like you're dropping these guys that like, this is actually like, if you want to talk about dropping the hammer, this is dropping the hammer. And yeah, it's, it's, not, it's unorthodox as fuck. Everyone's like, you should only lose fat at like a pound a week. And it's like, well, Tyler woke up fucking five pounds lighter the other day. Well, so did I instantly put him in a refeed? No, <laughs> like he's got fucking fat to lose. I also realized that he didn't just drop five pounds of muscle overnight. Cause I'm looking at his pictures. So, right, I, that's where these fucking boxes of rules just, okay, you go, ahead and, you go ahead and tell me not to put a fucking bodybuilder on 1,400 
calories and I'm probably going to still do it anyways, because sometimes that's what people need. And it's not like, don't get me wrong. Like Pat Plowman is a perfect example. The guy had the best conditioning in fucking Toronto on the entire stage, pretty much <laughs> one of the judges. Well, he didn't see a 1400 calorie day once. Yeah. He didn't see a 2000 calorie day once. He didn't see a 2500 calorie day once. You know what I mean? It's just like different strokes for different folks. Do what you have to fucking do to get there. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. It's like, I, I've just been really, honestly, the second, like recently I've been really focusing on just trust your own instincts and go go with it, you know, and do what you think is needed. What's needed right now and do it. Yeah. And everyone's results is better. I'm way more straightforward with clients. It's made my job so much better. I'm so much more efficient now. Yeah. My whole roster is kicking ass right now. It's kind of fun. It's like, yeah. I think it was cool. I think it was cool to be challenged by Maddie when I said, when I said, let's refeed again. Yeah. And she was like, why? And I was like, you look flat. I was like, you look flat here. And I'm not really your lifestyle. I'm not really concerned about things. We could take our time with these things. I want to make sure that you're healthy. We do things the right way. Cause I mentioned that she, we had a rough bout through a health phase and I want to make sure that she's healthy through this process. So I'm like, okay, she's in her luteal phase. Let's increase calories just a little bit and see what happens. And I'm like, okay, we'll go for it. And so, so I was just like, I really enjoy when clients actually challenge me as to why I do something. I yeah. actually like that a lot because it helps me give the actual explanation that I have to give that to justify to myself over why we're making the change, right? Because you can't just like, as much as we say, hey, fuck that. We're going to, we're going to follow our instinct. I, there has to be a reasoning behind the instinct that we're feeling, right? Um, and I think a lot of some coaches just don't know what they're doing when they're following their instinct. They're just like going to spout out a random number when it comes down to carbs or fats, and they'll just be like, "Okay, here's what we're doing." And I was like, "I don't. That's not how it goes." <laughs> yeah. How hard did you go with her refeed? Um. So I went 70 grams carbs extra on her rest day, and then her training day, I went an extra. 50 this time last time last time I did a smaller one I did 40 per day um but I realized hey if she's taking rest days and I know how stressed she is and I was like hey if we could just take advantage of this you're gonna have an extra expenditure coming up with the holiday I was like you know what you have a rest day on fourth of July you said you're going kayaking let's give you 70 grams more carbs on your rest day let's fight the quarter cortisol is probably gonna end coming down again and Little do I know the first time I ran the refeed this week, she moved up 0.6 pounds. Then she held the next day. And then the day after that, she dropped 1.6 pounds. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this again. I bet you jump up a bit more. So she jumped up around 2.2 pounds today, but it's following a leg day, which I know she always jumps up usually after a leg day. And so I wanted to do that. And then I knew the quarter, there'd be a cortisol stress relief from having the extra carbs on her rest day today that will most likely pan out pretty well and so, it's the fourth of july so she's probably chilling with friends exactly that's exactly why that's exactly why i also did it i was yep yep i was just like let's just i was like you're gonna get intensifiers this week like i'm ramping things up training wise like dylan saw her programming we're ramping things up in terms of training like i'm pushing her extremely extremely hard now because the goals have shifted in terms of her in terms of what she wants to get to. So I'm ramping things up pretty hard. And I'm going to use the training to create, to create the change, to create the deficit. And she's not doing really any cardio. She's not doing anything. And I was like, no, this would be a perfect time just to try 
another refeed and see how it goes. And I was like, you know, I'm going to shoot my shot here and see, see what happens. That's the way to do it. So, so I'm excited to see how that pans out. So I'll let you guys know how that pans and out. Like, like you said, what, what's the worst that happens? It either happens at the best fucking case scenario or you learn and you realize, okay, next time we have to play a little bit less. Yeah. Next time. Well, I mean, <clears throat> next time I'm actually going to run the same thing at the same time frame. Just, I might not run that, that the next two days after too as well. So I'm learning a lot in terms of this because Dylan and I were talking that females need more of these much more often. I think a lot of people don't know how to actually diet a female correctly or actually understanding the hormones behind things. There's, there's a point in time for everything, right? A prep client is very different than a lifestyle fat loss phase. If yeah. I'm doing a lifestyle fat loss phase, I'm most likely following your, your cycle a little bit harder with things and timing things a bit more towards that than I would be probably for a prep person, in all honesty. Well, yeah, because in prep, you realize that they're going to lose their cycle and yeah, you're not trying to make it stick around. I mean, if it sticks around, great, but at some point you need to make it not stick around. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I kind of find the same thing. I've been I've been using a little more intensifiers with lifestyle clients even too, because I find that even with people that, you know, this is like a bias condition that I would, that I picked up from the industry, which is like, well, you shouldn't give people out to let you know how to train hard. And well, what if it helps them learn how to train hard? I was just gonna say, how do they you know something like well, that doesn't make train hard, make them do a fucking widow maker and we'll see what they're made of. Yeah, it's like even a even a well set up cluster or anything, because it's like if you do 12 reps with any reasonable amount of weight, then you have to do 30 more because you screwed up the loading, even that's still gonna suck. Yeah. You know, so like it it's it's at least teaching people like what it feels like to take a set pretty deep into lactic fatigue and all that stuff, you know? So I, I, people have been getting way better results too. And I think it brings them from like that 70, 80% normal kind of regular gym goy effort to like 85 or 90 and it's way better. Than Cause by the time you get to that, like if you do an, if you do a rest pause or a cluster, by the time you get to that third point of failure, or that, or that third even set of the cluster, you're you're going to experience what actual failing in your muscle is is like. Like yeah. there's no, like you can avoid it the first two, the first two, but there's no avoiding it that third and fourth of a cluster or that third of the rest pause. Like to yeah. be honest, you're going to have shake reps, and you're going to have those reps that purely fucking suck, and you're going to understand like those those things at least for me. Looking back when Mark, me and Mark did a lot of rest pauses in the beginning and through my programming, through my growth phase, those taught me more about how to take it there than straight sets ever will. Because it's just, you have to be willing to do it three times in a set. Like you can't just do it once of what you think is it. You have to do it three times. And imagine trying to do that. Like there's just no way you can avoid taking yeah. that at some point that train is coming around the bend and you're going to find effort is required, you know? So I, I've been, I've been liking that. Braden today put um, in my program is a double rest pause drop on these upper back rows. What the and fuck? I, and, I, and I, or pull down, sorry, I mean, I see. and I <clears throat> found a better bar today that really connected with my mid back better and ow <laughs> my back is <laughs> I'm like holy man that hurts no like, sucks, man. yeah like and it, 
it was pretty funny because we videoed today. Like I didn't know we were videoing today. I, I was already in a set of hyper extensions or SL deals. I can't remember which one was today. But anyway, um, I was done our first exercise and then it was back day. And all of a sudden, uh, Damien walks in and he's like, I said, well, are you training with us today? And he was like, no, I just came to film. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. So he's like, let's do like a mic'd up episode where it's just like, I'll just clip together. Like sometimes you guys will say interesting shit to each other, like you telling him what to do. Or, and I was like, oh, that's a pretty good idea, actually. So as I'm stretched out in this thing, I'm leaning forward and I forgot I was wearing the mic and I'm like, brain you motherfucker (laughs) Damien was like that's gonna be good audio and I was like oh my god (laughs) that's like that's demonic that is demonic Braden I don't I don't know I don't know if I'd be that I don't know if I'd be that much of an asshole to program like that dude it's working clearly (laughs) clearly it's working yeah it's working I mean those those sets are you want to talk about fucking finding something in your head Oh yeah, yeah. I was there today for sure on that. You want to find out if you have a screw loose? Do a yeah. fucking double, double rest pause drop set on something. Hundred percent. I, I, I don't, man. I miss intensive R so much, but like I'm just finding straight sets to be fucking killer on me right now for legs, especially. I've just been hammering, hammering sets lately, on things. I'm getting so, and I'm training by myself right now. Like my training partner and I are taking a break for now. Um, just because I'm on a different split than him and I don't want to make him have to change his training to fit me at all. We're in the same type of phase. So we're giving each other a break, which gives me more time to just work through my shit in here, to truly be honest. Um, but it's just like, you know, I let the fucking pendulum rip the other day. Like I took the band off. Like normally I band the pendulum and do a little lighter weight. I just decided to say, fuck it, add 35 pounds to my to my pendulum set got like three more reps than what I did last time with the band. And I was like, you know what? This is the fucking Testament halfway through. Someone came over and was like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I was like, I'm not okay at all. Then I came over when I was done. I said, I was like, do you think I'm okay? Did you not just hear me during that set? I fucking died. I was like, I didn't know if I was going to get that last rep up or not. And I somehow did. Um, and I think that, and like I said, I think, like I like we've always said those those reps are required. It's not a it's not an it's not an option, right? Like for those most reps, those are the reps that actually change you. It changes you mentally. It's not even the physical change. It's the mental gear that you have to flip on to get to that point. Like I tell everyone, the rest of the reps don't matter. It's the reps when you start to get to it's that rep that matters. Yeah, it's not the rest of it. Just is a lead up to that that rep they're like yeah the rep, the rep that you the rep that you literally say to yourself and everybody does this if you train hard the rep that you say to yourself holy fuck when that goes into your head and you say holy fuck that's when you know you have a couple more reps in you and you better absolutely bury those things because if you don't you're dying <laughs> yeah hence, so my SS, hence my last ssb rep today <laughs> it might not have been a, and it might not have been a perfect and i think this is sometimes where things people get taken off it's not going to be a perfect fucking rep. I can guarantee you it's probably going to be one of your ugliest reps ever, but it's, yeah, ugly. but I, I don't log, I don't log those. Like I didn't log it. No, I just, I, just cause I moved the load from a to B <laughs> doesn't mean it was an actual fucking rep. Half of it was 
lumbar fucking extension and fucking like there's a lot of shit going on there but i but mean it's still I know a novel you, stimulus that i bet next time you clean up that rep and you get that rep with 100 percent, absolutely I, I would agree with you a million percent yeah so so i mean i just think i just think a lot of people i continually just see this trend of people continually are pushing themselves hard enough and it's so annoying to see it yeah, I, I see it too, man. And like, that's the one thing, the only thing that I miss about doing in-person sessions with people yeah, about to say. and like, quite frankly, I'm never going to go back to it because I don't have the time to, but when I get the opportunity to train with an athlete who I know has a little bit more in the tank every, every time and you actually push them there, they get off that machine and you look at them and you say, that's a fucking set. That's how you train. Now you never send me a video ever fucking again without me seeing you look like that at the end of that set. And if you do, I'm not going to be fucking happy. And just like putting somebody actually through it or having them with you and letting them see you do that. It there's a lot of value there. Definitely. I want to, I, I told my clients, I want to have every single client. I don't care if I have to pay their way to get them down here. I was like, I want you, I was like, I will either travel to you or I will, there's some people I know have massive potential, right? Yeah. And when you see someone not living up to the potential, just like, fuck, I just want to have one leg day with you. Just one. I swear if I give, if I get one leg day, your, your whole training and your whole physique will just skyrocket. Yeah, man. That's why like, I'm really excited. I've been trying to, <clears throat> not really planning it at this point, but I'm going to plan something. I think around like Christmas time and have like a Miller league Christmas party and rent like a hall and stuff with a big dinner. But I want to get a big team fucking session in with and like rent a full gym out and have like a hundred of our fucking athletes in one spot and just roll around and murder people all day. <laughs> <laughs> go, go hang at a nice place, have a nice dinner after or something. And just like, cause there's a lot of people that need that, right. They just need to actually be shown how to tap into yeah. that. Cause like that is a, and I tell everybody this and like, I'm easy on people when they first start with me because it, it's a, it's a learned and acquired skill. It truly is being able to take yourself that far to set is an acquired skill. It does not happen overnight, but you have to be willing. And that's where I find people don't realize and you, they can't realize until you're actually with them and you say, go again, go again, go again. And then they go to grab the weight or rack the weight of the leg press and you fucking kick their hand away. And it's like, don't you touch that. Go again. <laughs> and I see it all. It's, man, I just want to, I don't give a fuck if I have to pay for someone who's tell to get them down here. I was like, I want to have just one training set. Like that's my, my goal. As much as people are, I mean, people, people on my roster right now are fairly actually close to each other. So my goal is to have like certain times where I'll travel the three hours or something. Like I'll go stay at my parents and travel the three hours in the state to go train. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck about traveling. It's not the biggest deal. I pack my meals. I'm good. I yeah. was like, if I get to, if there's one thing that I can do and I'm, and I'm able to do it and it takes just a three hour drive there and a three hour drive back. I think about the time, even though I want to be efficient, I think about, how much time we spent coaching and where this can lead to if I just do this six hours of driving in general and meet this person for one, one and a half hour session yeah. and just fucking laid out. Like 
that's what I, that's what I think about when I want to do these things is I'm like the time that we can use will exponentially increase the, the, just the results that you're going to get. So yeah. it's just like, what's, what's the payoff here? And yeah, the payoff is usually worth it. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. So something that may be in the books, if, if people are, if you're my, one of my clients, maybe, oh. maybe you're interested. Yep. Well, maybe, maybe we'll have to get you down here at Christmas time too. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. I got to get a passport. <laughs> yeah, you should get on that. Yeah. Let me, let me go get, I'm getting my, uh, I got to get a license. I got to get a Virginia license and then I got to get a passport. Yeah. Hell yeah. So once I, once I do those, once I do that, then I will get a passport and then I will definitely be making a trip because there's no way I'm not making a trip to Canada within the next year. Like I got to come see the boys. I'm taking a week off. I'm getting in as many training sessions. I don't care if I have to train seven days a week during that time. I was like, I'm training fucking as much as I can. Gonna yeah. lay it out. But no, we're gonna get it. No, but hopefully I'm bigger in October. My goal is to be bigger in October so Braden doesn't absolutely bury me <laughs> if we do a training session in October. I'm not trying to be anywhere near. It's still gonna happen. Yeah. This guy's gonna be, <laughs> this guy's gonna be like 250. When no, I, I will not see. be 250. I will never be 250. Yes, you will. <clears throat> My heart would hate me. No, your heart would love you. Come on. <laughs> absolutely just take some, just keep taking some omega threes. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll bring my Telmas Arden up to 120 milligrams. That's <laughs> 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 all you have to do. Just increase the Telmas Arden. Just increase the Telmas yeah, Just increase some. That's it. Just increase some. <laughs> We're just kidding, people. Don't just do that. Definitely. No, don't follow anything that would been. Don't follow well, def- definitely follow everything we say if you're our clients, but just don't listen to this podcast and follow everything we say on here. <laughs> you know, we're bullshitting half the time. Don't, yeah. don't think otherwise. And so no, it's great, man. I'm glad we're fucking back doing this. Yeah, and I'm so I don't think you can call yourself a fat boy anymore, man. Yeah, you're skinny now. I like I have solidified myself in that role now, and you have just like literally taken off out of here. You're like, see you, see you later, guys. I'm not part of this club anymore. Your guys' weights all changed a bunch. Mine's the same. It's been the same for two years. Yeah, but you look. Yeah, but you look. Two years. But you look. Yeah, but, how, but how much better do you look right now? Yeah, way better. And I'm not arguing with that at all. But it's interesting yeah. that literally for two years I've been 187 to 193, basically. That's my five pound range. That's where I've been. That's crazy. Yeah. But you got to go through the, you got to give yeah, you went through massive phases though beforehand. Yeah. Like massive. 199 will come. <laughs> yeah. I, I pray am- to God. I pray to God you get to 200 before I get to 200. Uh, depends, man. I don't know. Maybe we'll see. I haven't hit 200 yet. I hit 199.2. I never hit 200. So I think we'll get him there. I think you can. <laughs> Just, just start force feeding them food. But no, 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 I'm not going to do that because I know there's mental blocks and I know there won't be. <laughs> yeah, good luck. There won't, there won't be a lot of good things that happen if we do that. But we'll no. take it there slowly. <laughs> <laughs> I know him well. I know him well enough by now. I've coached him long enough that that's not the play. <laughs> no, definitely not. I don't think force feeding anyone is technically the play for a lot of. Uh, people. you'd be surprised sometimes. But a lot of people do. I was force feeding. Yeah. I was force feeding for a good solid three, four months at the end of mine. Sometimes it's necessary, man. Yeah. I was strong as fuck, so don't miss that. I miss – I don't miss – I could barely even fucking eat a single meal without force-feeding it, but 
I don't miss not being out of breath though. Oh yeah, that's horrible. I enjoy my cart. I I as much as I hate my cardio sessions in general, I enjoy having some cardio in. It's paying off in terms of sets. So yeah, fuck do I hate cardio, but fuck do I love it at the same time. If I had like 200 cows of cardio, I'd be fine. But not like not where I'm at. Don't right you just now. feel so healthy after your first cardio session? You're like, fuck, I'm healthy. <laughs> I've been, I've been yeah, moving that, up yeah. sled drags and some sled pushes just to make sure that I can keep my cardiovascular up. And man, when I first started doing those, they're, they're very difficult. It's just like, man, you realize how bad a shape you are when you start going backwards using your hamstrings to kind of close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, man, when I see people doing this with like five plates on it at like 15 miles an hour it's like they're crazy my shit's burning up with like two plates on that thing see that video did you guys see that video of Derek and austin doing the glute marches with the the belt squat i did that oh i did that at austin's dude i was like i was watching that i'm like fuck this is a warm-up before it's miserable it's it's (laughs) before your leg day to get your glutes firing that looks like an absolute fucking torture session Yes. Austin's Austin's leg day, as much as it wasn't like it was bad, that was brutal. Not not only that. No, we didn't do any intensifiers in terms of things because I don't have any intensifiers in my programming right now. So he didn't want to kind of run that without. But we did do a DC calf set. That was also miserable. That's how we started off things was with the DC calf set and never again. Well, I want to do that. Um Uh, we did that we did standing calf raise seated seated and he has like a leg press hack squat combo oh yeah so we did it on that um started with that then we did those glute marches which were brutal i never done those before they were miserable we did two sets of 50 i was like oh this is this doesn't look too bad like when you look at the video it doesn't look too bad and then you're in it and then your weight like that that belt squat is heavy as fuck like people yeah, don't realize I can only imagine how fucked your glute meat was after that. Uh yeah, my pump and my glutes was fucking wild. Well, it was better than my pump and my quads, apparently, because my quads looked like fucking sticks next to Austin. So <laughs> <laughs> when I saw I that picture, Austin on decided to post stage, I was like, I wonder how much Anthony likes that picture. I like Austin. I, like Austin. I actually like Austin's physique, man. His fucking delts are so wild. Yeah, they're crazy. his legs in person are crazy. That's what I mean. Like his his legs and his delts just complement each other so nice. It's fucking. I, I really like it. I just yeah. appreciate. I appreciate a good physique, and you can tell that's a hard earned physique. Yeah, yeah, not gonna lie though, Mark's Mark's leg day fucking killed me. Yeah, I can imagine. Mark decided to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna add intensifiers back into your program for this week," and I was like, "Oh, are we? Oh yeah, yeah. just because he's there. Like, yeah. Oh, are we now?" <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like do you want me to follow my programming or yours and he's like mine and i was like mm, okay i was like this should be fun so we had like four intensifiers in leg day and i was like yeah this is lovely i was like rest i was like a drop set on leg extension drop set on seat and ham curl like it was it was like drop set on or whatever we did like did you guys, did you guys just do like one top set with drops or yeah, it was just everything is just one. Everything's the same programming. So we normally just do one, one top set. I fucking sank my pendulum reps, though. I was so happy with that set, how that went. Did you guys do feeder sets or just like warm-up sets? Just warm-ups. We did three warm-ups basically for each, and then we went at it. That sounds glorious. 
Yeah, it was fucking aw- this. His gym was like a hundred. It decided to be like ninety five degrees that day, so his gym was like a hundred degrees, and I was just like pure full. And then we did those sissy squats that I got on camera that I posted. Those that are gnarly. Last- That's one of my favorite exercises, man. But I like I actually like them with a band. Have you ever done them with bands? No, I I suggested I suggested it at one point and didn't get too kindly. <laughs> Dude, I I used to wrap like six bands around my my fucking sissy squad and do drop sets with the bands just peel a band off peel a band off peel a band off just one set till you can't go anymore it's so fucked you look like an actual idiot at the end no no band or anything and you're just like <laughs> yeah you told me you can't hear in the video that i posted but mark was like ask to fucking bar and so like i wasn't going deep enough in the beginning so i went deep and then like the last rep i looked like i posted it because it looked like i was having an aneurysm um which was absolutely glorious. I called that the rep of the the rep of the day for me. I was just like, that was the hardest struggle rep I had during that whole session. Yeah. Um, we got some good content though. His training partner does his content. So he took some good videos. So I'm waiting to get those done. So that's yeah, that's, that's sick. I actually always wondered who does his content. Yes, yeah, so I'll have some I'll have some gnarly reels coming out of my leg day, my ugly ass lifting faces. If anyone wants to see how ugly I lift and how much I look and how glorious I look and beautiful when I lift legs. You'll be able to see soon. Um, but no, that that whole week with Mark was fucking wild, man. That was a wild week. It was crazy. That's sick. Yeah, it was 100% worth that, that ride. I'm, I'm going to make it down there to train with him one day, but uh, I'm going to make sure it's in the winter because I get PTSD thinking of gyms that are 100 degrees Celsius. That's when my heart blew up. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you want to train there during the summer. It's not, it's not a, no. it's not a fun place. I definitely would not be doing legs in a gym like that in the summer. I'll tell you that much. As much as all of me wants to, and I miss it, there's no way I could. I, I think I would actually die. Uh, I thought I was going to die, and then sorry, I had- Kim. sorry, Kim. We're sending Braden home from Ohio in a casket. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> then I actually got sick. I actually got sick that night. Like That's not- what you were saying, and then Mark was chirping you saying it was because of his leg day. <laughs> yeah, it was not because the leg day I'm putting it out there right now. It's not because the leg day I'm publicly putting that out there. It was literally because that gym was hot as fuck. And also, like I was not used to doing intensifiers and things like that, but I didn't get sick during the leg day. We're just putting that preface out so there. Technically, it was still caused by the leg day. Your shit ass was your shit ass was so fucked. That you got sick. <laughs> you can't let Mark get the better of me. <laughs> no, but that, no, it was it was glorious. There's two Big Macs, man. Just thinking about them right now. I can honestly say, and I know that's Mark's thing, so I'm not going to take that from him. I would never. I don't like Big Macs, though. I don't like Big Mac sauce. I don't like a bread in the middle of my burger. I just want four patties or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. When I haven't had McDonald's in like years, I haven't either. And I had that, and I was like, "This is heaven." I was like, "Like even if I was to go get McDonald's right now, I would probably be a double quarter pounder, not a not a Big Mac." Really, I would I would have gotten Five Guys. Mark doesn't like Five Guys easily, easily Five Guys over anything for sure. We did do the Buckeye brownies, and those were also fucking bomb. I went bomb every time he posts them; they look good. Yeah. Yeah. I was a fat fuck for that night. I allowed myself. He allowed me to go at it for a little bit. That's dope. Yeah. I needed that. That's dope. Now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm like, ah, oh, I could use that again. Mark, <laughs> Mark, repeat. 
<laughs> I actually haven't had a planned like free meal in a long time. I mean, I've had them recently just because the way shit lined up, it was like wedding and wedding and like birthday dinner and this and that. And it's like, I haven't had the choice of like choosing an actual, not that I care to or anything, but I really do want to go in on some sushi sometime soon for sure. Well, I know that's, I, I've only had maybe five free meals in the last, year and like yeah, well, I gave you one on your birthday and you just had like fucking a barbecue or something like I, 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 I stacked it and shit no, I, I even pretty much ate my exact meal plan I just changed like one car so look at that guy I, look at this was, guy look at this yeah. well because the reason is is because I'm like fuck but the thing is is now I don't even get my free meals that I want because life is going to throw them at me because all of a sudden I'll be traveling somewhere and there'll be some business yeah. opportunity and it's like I'm not going to say no to this so yeah, I have yeah. to go and then I just have to save them for that because they're that pretty much happens once every eight weeks or six weeks, you know, that's naturally. True. So it's like, well, yeah, that's, that's where I'm at too. Like I said, what you I mean, said, like my fiance will be like, Hey, we have to go to this thing at my, this person's house. And it's like, okay, I'm not fighting over that. So like, okay, I'll, I guess. Yeah. Yep. You know? that's my, my thing has just been like the weddings and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's- I'm not in a prep setting. My food is high. I'll have the meal. I'm not going to eat like an idiot. I'll just have a meal. I don't really do desserts and shit anyways. So like the last wedding I went to, it was incredible, but I just absolutely feasted on brisket. And like, I didn't even eat the carbs because it was like a Mac and cheese thing, which I knew was just going to fuck up my digestion. So I just literally went in on brisket and I had some pierogies. (laughs) I, I must. So I'm taking this fat loss like a prep, right? Um, for sure so long and i went to this team dinner back in february um and um i brought my meal and my meal was really simple it was really just like chicken and berries or something like it was pretty small pretty easy to eat i didn't want to like be a distraction for people and all people could focus on was what i was eating always i was like you guys like not i was like i was like you guys are all bodybuilders I was like, this isn't odd for me. They're like, but you're not in a prep. I was like, yeah, but I'm taking my fat loss phase. Like I'm in a prep. I was like, I was like, I'm not here to play games with my goals. I was just like, I was just like, can you guys just fuck off? Really? If there's anybody that should understand it, it's you guys. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, if I was like, if anywhere I shouldn't be judged, it should be this. I was like, number one, I don't want to be here right now because I'm tired. I was like, I was exhausted that day. And I was like, I don't want to be anywhere, but I had to go. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bring a meal. And fuck it, I'm not going off my plan. I don't go off my plan. I don't like going off my plan. I hate it. Like, like even the second free meal that I had, like at Mark's, it was it was homemade burgers. It wasn't like anything like ridiculously stupid. It was two seven ounce burgers with cheese, and that was it. I totally forgot to do the Buckeye brownie. Like I even said that to Mark. I was like, oh. Yeah, it's ten o'clock at night. Totally forgot to add the Buckeye brownie to my to my to my free meal that night. So less carbs. <laughs> Two seven ounce burgers sounds pretty glorious, though. I did. Yeah, it was homemade ninety three seven ground beef. It's just like yeah, that's nice. Sometimes I like those meals better, man. Just not going out, just making a nice meal at home, a burger or like whatever it is. I can't think about food. I'm about to go to bed, man. Fuck. This is this is bad. This is bad, but I don't got cardio. I don't got cardio tomorrow. I don't got cardio tomorrow though. So I'm happy. It's okay, man. I got a rest day tomorrow. So it's going to feel like I'm dieting. I'll be with you. Well, I got, I got back day. I got pull. I got big pull session tomorrow. 
And when I say feel like I'm dieting, I'm still eating 3,200 calories. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not starving either. I think I'm eating like 2,800. Well, I'm not like starving. I, I mean, like, I'm not like a fuck. I'm not like starving either. I mean, 2,600 calories on my training day. So yeah, that's still good. And 3,000 on my leg day. So I can't really like complain too much about how yeah. much I'm losing weight on how many yeah. calories I'm eating. I won't be losing weight on that calories to be honest with you but maybe i would i don't know but my loadings are 2000 if i dropped you to 2600 calories right now i guarantee you you'd be losing weight (laughs) yes oh i guarantee it no i I know all of them but i meant just like my rest day because his training days are still at 3000 he said my training days are 2600 and 3000 on high day and then my rest days are around 2000 I might, or like, uh, it's probably where I would, it's, probably, it's pretty close. It's like, if yeah, my rest I, I, think you would, I think you would definitely drop Dale. If we had you at one high day of 3000 and then rest days at 2000. <laughs> training oh, at rest days at 2000. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought you said 2600. I'd drop, I'd drop. No, like my, 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 <laughs> My base days, which are my chest delt day, oh, back see. day, and arm day, are all two twenty six hundred. I think if I put you on two thousand <laughs> calories tomorrow, you'd wake up four pounds lighter. Hundred <laughs> percent. I would not be holding it near one ninety if I dropped two thousand. You know what the craziest thing is? We haven't made a nutritional change in two and a half months. Yeah, but that's not that crazy to me because you work hard and like we, we Dylan and I know how you work. Right. I haven't changed that brain doesn't change my nutrition super often either. I don't have to, because when you know somebody's working hard, you don't have to make those changes as much. And like, there's the odd situation where somebody's metabolism is super adaptable and stuff or whatever. But like, most people just need to fucking train harder and get more out of their plan. And that's going to elicit the fucking results to be. Yeah. And for like a long time, that's, I've been trying to beat into my clients, you know, it's like, yeah, it's not about training hard today. And it's like, this shit takes a long time. And if you're natural, it takes longer. So, you know, you have to just like accept that you're going to be doing this for a while. It's not like a hurry up and get to the end. Yeah. That's, that's coming from like personal experience. I, um, oh, I even had a a really nice message from someone I didn't expect today on my picture. I posted of my physique yesterday and he was like, Hey man, this is getting pretty good actually. And I was like, Hey, thanks. I think I know, I think I know who, I think I know who it probably was. Coming from you, that actually probably that's pretty genuine. That's a pretty nice compliment. But anyway, um, it was like, man, that's taking a long time and a lot of hard work. And you know, it's it's just kind of getting to the point where it looks like a little bit of something, <laughs> you know. But it's a, multiple sessions, like so many, I can't count to get here. Yeah, it's it's just a I I've lost all emotion with everything during this thing. It's just like get it done, just to get it done and get it better. It's better than yesterday. Like to truly be honest, like I beat my. Well, like realistically, there can't be emotion tied to it because fuck your feelings. If you want to get in shape and you want to lose your body fat, your feelings don't really matter. Your feelings don't fucking literally come into the equation at all. Like how I wake up and having to do cardio, I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's going to get done. I was like, no matter how I feel before the session, it's getting done. I was like, it comes down to if I want to, like I said today, as Kuba likes to put it, find your fucking minerals and get it done. Yeah. Like I beat my... I beat my cardio by nine seconds today. Yeah. Like, that's, that's pretty fine. good. It's pretty good to fucking do. Like, it's not like overly great, but I wanted to beat it by more, but you know, I fucking beat it. It's like, yeah. you can't like, I don't think a lot of people have that mentality when it comes down to dieting. And that's why you see these people with eating little, like 
obviously there's case of points of time, like Tyler and those things are outlier things that you're doing right now. But I feel like a lot of people have to eat less because they aren't doing enough with what they could be. They're using the excuse of dieting as the reason why they can't do more than well, for sure. That's exactly what it is. And I see it all the time. I have to diet people harder because they're just not working hard enough within that diet. And it's like, well, I still need change from your physique, right? And it's, it's very similar to training. If somebody's, if you have a low volume, high intensity approach and the intensity is not fucking there, well, you might have to drive <laughs> some more. You probably are going to have to drive some more volume if you actually want to elicit a change, yep. right? Because if they're training six reps in reserve every set and you're asking for one or zero, well, the volume is not working for them because that volume is not matching the intensity you're expecting. So you have to make a change to it. Just like the diet, right? If somebody's not training hard enough and the result, results aren't happening or they're not just doing things hard enough, like their cardio and, and being as diligent as they can with the diet, you're going to have to change things more frequently. Yeah. Like, I don't think people, like people think, like it, it just irks me. Like doing it now, like even though I'm not in like, what I would call the thick of it. Right. Because I think I'm starting to get there now. Um, is just like, I just don't get how, how you can't complain. Like it's yeah. all just up to you. Like to truly be honest, like I'm finding that it's not really up to Mark. Like at this point, it's up to the person who's given the plan. And that's yeah. what it is. Like to truly be honest, like the more, now that I'm going through this, the more I can apply to my clients and the more that I see if someone's in a fat loss phase and I see progress is not going the way I thought it would, it's most likely not like there are going to be points of time where it is the coach's thing and they need to push yeah. harder. But a lot of times it's just the person isn't giving it what they could be. I think, I think that's a fine line too. And I agree with you there, but I think it also does come back to the coach because as yes. coaches, we need to be the people who can bring out the savage in those individuals. Mm-hmm. Right. And we need to show them how to get there. But I, I would agree with you. And I'm, I'm never the type of person that will ever pass blame to a client. I'll be the first one to ever take blame. Like um, even <clears throat> I won't go into it, but like the placing, some placings at TNT there, there was somebody who felt like they let me down and this and that. And I said, Hey, if you can look at yourself and sit, tell tell yourself, you gave me everything that you had every single fucking day. You didn't let me down. I let you down. Yep. I did. I, I wasn't trying to say I put it on the client. Cause that's no, no, no. I, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying the other, the other aspect of that is I think as coaches, we need to also be the ones mm-hmm. who are taking them to those places and reminding them, I need fucking more out of you. Some people you can remind them until you're blue in the face and they won't give you that more. And that's where it comes down to, okay, well, your diet's changing every fucking week until you're in a position where I want you to be. <laughs> yeah. So and how long will you hang around beyond that? Not sure. <laughs> how much you want to suffer? You yeah, determine. exactly. Well, so, I think that was a good episode. We didn't answer any questions. Sorry, guys. We said we were going to answer questions. We did not answer any questions. I uh, threw my thing up too late. I didn't get that. There was only a couple, and honestly, yeah, I only had a couple too, and they were. We'll do. We'll do one. We'll do more of a formal one next week, guys. We'll do a- one right now. It asked me what my favorite gym I ever trained at was, and I can answer that very easily. It's definitely Pure Muscle and Fitness. Same. Mine and is mine is question asking me about helping him increase his run times, and I'll tell you this much: I haven't ran in probably ten years, and I won't plan on doing it in a long time. So I'm not the guy for that. Best gym is probably the one that I train at. DMV Iron, right down in right down in Alexandria, Virginia. Well, me and Dill will meet you at Pure Muscle one day, and you can have uh, a real treat. Uh, well, 
that's like a showcase for every single fucking band <laughs> in the industry. All right. There's a, it's fucked. It's there's absolutely, like eight of everything. It's absolutely insane. Crazy. Yeah. We don't have the space for that. If we had the space for that, our gym would probably be like that. Um, but True. if you guys enjoyed the episode as usual, uh, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Um, go, go subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify. Go give us a follow on apple and spotify go give us a rating on apple and spotify there's a lot of plugs here if you guys are interested in any morphogen products use code spada at checkout to give yourself 10 percent. i know brayden has a code with another company we don't want to say that here <laughs> um no um but overall we're coming back with you guys there's gonna be a lot of changes pretty soon with this um we'll be announcing there's gonna be some different things coming uh hopefully some bigger and better things um are on the way um, with what we're doing with the podcast. So be on the lookout. Uh, you're definitely going to want to follow along. You're definitely going to want to subscribe because things are going to be happening pretty quickly. Um, got some big changes coming up, big announcements coming up. A lot of things in the works. I'm very excited about the future. So uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of uh, We the Fat Boys. Well, we can't be the Fat Boys. No, uh, we, can. I guess, we can't. Yeah. Two two fat boys and one skinny guy. That's what that's what all that's what that's what I'm making. That's what I'm making the title. <laughs> um. So thank you guys for joining us on this episode. Thanks, guys. Be a podcast. See you guys later.